Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Chris. John Trucker, 92.9 The Game. What's going on, buddy? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Just uh, seeing if you're ready to record. All right, give me just a second. We'll get you set up. All right, Chris, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, you sound good. All right. Okay. I think we are just about ready. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show, live on this Wednesday evening with you as Braves continue this road series in Pittsburgh. A little bit of a mixed bag in these first couple of games. Good win last night, but... Not so good uh, the other night. Let's uh, head out to the waitforward.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Chris Willis, managing editor for BatteryPower.com, part of SB Nation covering the Atlanta Braves. You can follow Chris on his personal Twitter page, at Chris underscore Willis. Chris, as always, buddy, appreciate uh, a few minutes on the show tonight. Oh, yeah, I appreciate you having me. You you know, I know we've talked about this, Chris, but you got to help me understand because I'm not so smart anymore. Tell me why Yanni Shiranos is getting innings right now over Michael Soroka. Tell, tell me where that makes any sense right now for this club. Well, I mean, I think you and I talked about this the last time yeah. uh, I was on, but I mean, I don't really have a, I don't really have a good uh, explanation for it either. Um, you know, I was a little, I was, I was a little intrigued uh, by Chiranos just because. Braves have had so much success often getting getting guys from other organizations making some tweaks and getting something out of them. But I just don't really see – I mean, unless there's just something specific that they're wanting um, Soroka to work on at Gwinnett, I, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss as well. You haven't heard any rumors or anything about injury or anything like that, have you, that – Again, fatigue or anything. I mean, has, I mean, I haven't heard anything. I mean, have you heard anything about anything physically that could be ailing him? No, I haven't heard. I haven't heard a thing. Um, you know, the only thing that's been kind of out there was that they really wanted to limit his innings uh, as the season goes on. But I mean, they've pretty much done that. I, I don't have the exact total, so 
Um, but, you know, I, again, I, I still feel like there's a good chance maybe we see him this weekend with a doubleheader in New York. And, uh, you know, I just I got to figure that at some point, you know, we're going to get to see him every fifth day and just see how, how it, how it uh, goes. But, I mean, at this point, I really don't know, you know, I really don't know why, what the reasoning is for uh, just leaving him down there in Gwinnett. Any concerns about the starting pitching? I mean, if you look at since June – you know, Max Fried is the only guy who's got an ERA below four of anybody who has started. And I don't care if it's one start or a handful of starts. I mean, from Charlie Morton to, you know, their bullpen guys. Um, you know, obviously it's been a, a difference in the second half of the season. But, again, my fear is we get into the playoffs and we've got guys fatigued or injured or just we end up in the same spot that we did last year with – two starting pitchers that were one was coming back from an oblique one was throwing up in a bucket I mean I just I have these fears about where we're headed with all of this even for as good as this offense has been I mean I think there's you know I think there are obviously some concerns because they haven't pitched real well I think the biggest thing that jumps out at you is you know they went three straight starts with a starter not getting not getting uh to the fifth inning um you know so I mean that's just that's going to come if that continues. That's going to compound things for your bullpen. That's you know after a little rough patch for them have pitched pretty good. So um, you know, but I'm also not I'm not terribly concerned at this point just because I think it's just one of those blips in the road. Um, now we knew Bryce Felder there was probably some regression coming for him, but a guy like Charlie Morton, I trust that you know he he's going to make adjustments and uh, and will be there you know when at the at the time when they need him. And, uh, you know, and I mean, Spencer Strider, I think he's shown that, uh, you know, he can shown just how good he is, but, you know, and I mean, he's still young. He's going through his first full season in the majors. So there's going to be some ups and downs, but you know, you do, you can't ignore it. Uh, obviously coming out of the, especially just coming out of the all-star break because, uh, you know, they need them, they need these starters to give innings and, uh, you know, they haven't been able to do that over the last week. Is it, I don't I don't know if this is the right way to phrase it, but is it time to slow Bryce Elder down? I mean, if you're not going to send him down, and I, I don't know that sending him down makes any kind of difference or anything, but again, he's been, you know, if you if you look at his first 11 starts and you look at the last 11 starts, and literally there is a dividing line about March, April, May, and then 11 starts in June, July in, in this first part of August, it's been a drastic difference. What do you do? Do you slow him down and and maybe not pitch him as often? I mean, again, they're they're still without all of their starting pitchers, but again, I'm just wondering that if the workload is getting to be too much, or there's just some you know more time needed in between starts for him to work on some things. Yeah, I mean that's a good question, and um, uh, you know I think. We've seen them give guys extra days. Uh, you know, I don't get the sense that they would even would really think about sending him down. I think it would have to get a lot worse uh, before we'd see that. But, you know, I do expect them to start giving some guys days. Uh, they usually do that anyway, especially around off days. But, uh, you know, they're in this stretch right now where they're playing a bunch of games in a row and they don't really have the opportunity to do that. Uh, but it, that is going to be something to watch, though. I mean, as we get over the last month and a half of the season, you know they're going to start to give guys extra days uh, to try to set themselves to keep them rested, to keep them fresh, like you just said, and then you know get get yourself lined up for where you want to be uh, come the postseason. 
and you know, obviously, I mean, look, they, I, I think it's nine and a half games right now or 10 or whatever the lead is. But I mean, it's been, it's been by and large double digits for the last couple of months. It, it really does feel like I, I, I'm not thinking division because I think the division's out of reach. And when you look at some of these teams, no matter how bad the Braves play, nobody can gain any ground for you know on the Braves. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's the Marlins or the Phillies and certainly not the Mutts. Um, so nobody's gaining ground on the Braves. But, but I wonder if you start to see some guys, to your point, you know, guys play, you know, some, some of the bench guys play and, and maybe spread out some of the starting. I mean, again, I, I'm thinking bigger picture here right now. And I know they're not thinking about the division being in, in, in the bag, but it's in the bag. I mean, and I'm thinking about bigger picture to keep this team fresh as they head down the stretch. I mean, that's a great question, too. And, I mean, you know, it's a different situation this year. Uh, the last two seasons, we've seen them have to grind it all yeah. the way to the end, basically, you know, do it. So, uh, but, you know, you got four guys uh, in the lineup that haven't taken a day off the whole season. Um, yep. You know, I, I don't – on one hand, I think, you know, they probably need to get those guys some rest. But on the other, I'm not 100% sure that they will, <laughs> you know, just from just from what we've seen, uh, you know, over the last couple of seasons. So, you know, I think that's going to be fascinating to watch. I mean, the pitching staff, obviously, you know, I just said, I think they'll, they'll you know, give guys extra days and whatnot. But, you know, I think, you know, from a position player standpoint, you know, it's been a grind. Uh, you got some guys chasing some records. And, you know, I'm sure they'll, they'll pay attention to that. But there is a big picture goal here, you know, to try to win the World Series or be in position to win a World Series. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't have a real good sense for how they're going to handle this just because, you know, it's been, I guess, 2019 the last time, you know, they kind of uh, went into the postseason with uh, the division in hand early and had time to set things up. Chris Willis, managing editor for BatteryPower.com, covering the Atlanta Braves for SB Nation, joining me on the WadeFord.com hotline. You know, it's it's been a little bit quiet, but all of a sudden, Michael Harris's numbers are starting to creep back up to some of the things that we saw last year. You know, the batting average is getting closer. Um, he's actually walking more, you know, when you look at his plate appearances, striking out less, and the on-base is going up. Maybe the power... Not quite there yet, but still, again, double-digit, you know, home runs for him this year. You know, it, it's taken a little while, but it does feel like, and, and this will certainly be a benefit down the stretch, you know, a healthy, hot Michael Harris. Boy, you talk about the bottom of that order and a guy like Michael Harris turning that lineup over to give Ronnie and Riley and Olsen and Ozzy all these extra bats. I mean, that's that's nothing but great news for the Braves. Yeah, I mean, there's so many guys in this lineup that, you know, I think Harris kind of gets overshadowed in how he's done. I was watching last night, you know, and they flash his numbers up there, and I'm like, man, he's hitting 280 now. And I, I can remember thinking back, you know, in May, May that maybe, you know, a 230 season was going to be good for him just because of where he was at at the time. He had struggled so much. Uh, so I don't think enough people really talked about maybe it's because he's sitting at the bottom of the order. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, he, it looks like he's taking another step forward and he looks like that player that the Braves thought he was going to be when they gave him that extension. Um, you know, but I think he's a huge part of, of this lineup. And like you said, I mean, he's he's always on base, it seems like, at the bottom of that order. And, you know, that just, that just puts so much pressure on other teams. You know, Chris, and this may be a loaded question in, in a lot of ways, but, you know, 
through this point, you think maybe Ronnie's having the best season ever for an outfielder in the Braves organization, and that that takes in a lot of territory for the Atlanta Braves. I mean, whether it's been Chipper, Sheffield, Andrew, you know, Hank Aaron, I mean, you know, that takes in Murphy. You know, that takes in a lot of territory. But he looks yeah. like the most dominant player in the National League and maybe in Major League Baseball right now. Like, he's he's on a different stratosphere from most other players in the National League. Yeah, I mean, the way he has grown at the plate, I think, has been remarkable. You just don't see players shave 10% off their strikeout rate the way he has. And, you know, I mean, the power's still there. He's stealing bases. He can just do everything. I mean, you know, I I think you'd have to really sit down and study, you know, for him to, to say he's having the greatest season of any Braves outfielder. But, I mean, he's certainly in the conversation. There's no doubt about that. And, I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, I think – as we get in towards the end of the season, I think some people are going to try to make this an MVP race. But in my opinion, you know, this was as long as he as long as he stays healthy, you know, this race was over a long time ago. Yeah, he's he's been outstanding. And by the way, I think he's third in the league in hitting. I think he's third in the league in batting average right now. So again, for all the different things we talk about, the power and the speed and everything like that, you know, again. He's putting the ball in play and and putting it as an old baseball saying goes. He's putting it where they ain't. Absolutely. I mean, you know, how many times have we seen over the last – in that Cubs series, you know, it wasn't a great series from the standpoint. Then you looked at his numbers and he had eight or nine hits. And I think, you know, more than half of them was to right field. So, I mean, his ability just to use the whole the whole field and his maturation as a hitter. I mean, when he came up, you know, I thought about the power. I'm thinking 40, 50 home runs. You know, I never really considered him as a guy that could possibly win a batting title. But, you know, he's showing that he can do that, too. And, I mean, it's just – it's a true five-tool talent. That no, I know that get, phrase gets thrown out there uh, uh, for a lot of guys, but it really applies to him. I mean, he's been he's been amazing to watch day in and day out. Last question for you, Chris. Um, you know, there, there could not have been a better time for Max Freed to come back and give that kind of performance, and we'll obviously see him tonight. But I really think that – a healthy Max Freed is going to make a massive difference in this rotation. I still think he's the best left-hander in baseball, and they really haven't gotten a lot of starting pitching from left-handers this year. Like they, And, again, we start talking about when we start moving into series against the Dodgers and some of those teams that are pretty lefty-heavy, you know, that's going to be a big key to have a guy like Max Freed you know, down the stretch. And even a guy like Brad Hand, who they picked up, who I think lefties are only hitting a buck 43 against him, you know, but again, it could not have come at a better time for Max Freed to get back and just show you how good of a pitcher that he is. Uh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, you know, I didn't know what to expect that day in Chicago, but I certainly didn't expect him to just be uh, look like he was in midseason form, you know, his first day back. And I mean, he's only threw 72 pitches and uh, probably could have went the distance, you know, really if they needed him to. Um, you know, I think he's uh, I've been the key all along. I still think it's a a minor miracle that they're 30 games above 500 and he's made six starts. But I do think, you know, for any success they have in the postseason, a lot of it hinges on having a healthy Max Reed. Because like you said, when you get in those matchups with those good teams like that, you know, he's a guy that can go out there. When he goes out there on the mound, you expect to win. And, um, you know, really and truly, with especially with the way the rotation's been of late, 
you know, you you really need that kind of guy. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to see him back. I'm excited to see what he does tonight, you know, kind of as an encore. But, man, he's going to be huge down the stretch for them. Chris Willis is the managing editor for BatteryPower.com, covers the Atlanta Braves for SB Nation, and joined me on the WaitFor.com hotline. Check him out on his personal Twitter page, at Chris underscore Willis. Chris, as always, buddy, thanks for a few minutes on the show tonight. We will certainly chat again soon. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. John Chuckery, we'll be back. Sports Radio 929 The Game, Odyssey.com app. All right, my friend. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes on the show tonight. So, Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.